What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of CMA Podcast. How is everybody doing? I am back once again with Marcus, the Irish Hand Grenade Davis. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, buddy. Thanks for uh, having me on again. Ah, it's a pleasure, man. You're looking well. You're looking very strong. So, you uh, you had your I guess you would would you call it a comeback fight or was it a once off fight back in November and you got the W? Yeah, yeah, you know it was you know uh, it was for me to I, w- I was originally gonna do uh, a th- like a three fight deal with this company and uh, obviously that's been derailed because of the stuff that's happened since, um, but. Yeah, I was going to, you know, come back. And originally the guy, so uh, I had two different opponents before this opponent that were uh, uh, that were ranked guys that were ranked in the New England area and stuff like that. And then they pulled out. And then I ended up getting this guy at the almost like last minute. Um, had the fight. And then, as you know, uh, shit went downhill. <laughs> as yeah. soon as that so but yeah that's where i'm at right now yeah man well that's the reason i reached out to you because um i i think i said this earlier it's a it's a controversial topic it's a, a topic that is in all industries uh, in all walks of life unfortunately um but you fought as per your contract you did your due diligence as a businessman um unfortunately since then in November, you have not seen a dime of what you were supposed to be paid. No, nothing, zero. And uh, and in order for me to like even fight, just my medicals alone were almost $3,000 just for me to fight because once you get to be 35, they put more stipulations on your medicals. And then they do it again when you turn 40 and they do it again when you turn 45 and I'm 48. So I had to go through a bunch of crap to, to get, you know, and, and then there was a issue with my MRI that the first one was ordered. They had, you know, screwed up because they put some information on the MRI that shouldn't have been on there. They basically broke some HIPAA law and they put some stuff on there. So then after having them do the MRI, then this commission said that MRI was no good. So I had to pay for another one. And uh, so just everything was like crazy to just get this fight finished and done for. And then, you know, after the fight, uh, you know, the fighters received their checks. And my understanding is uh, four of the fighters checks cleared. And then the other, uh, was it like, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 other people or whatever it is, none of their, none of their checks cleared. Uh, it, it came back when I tried to deposit mine, it came back that the account was frozen. And then after talking to the CFO, his name's Kymir, after talking to him, he made some statement to me about them going public and that the person who bought into like the largest amount of shares or something like that, um, 
had ties to terrorism or something like that and that the fed like took the account and i really didn't understand the whole thing and then after he told me that i kind of mentioned it and then you know to in some of the interviews that i've done concerning it and then the 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 ceo the the female that owns the thing her name's karen and uh she reached out to me or sent me a message telling me that she was going to sue me for for you know for uh you know defame defaming her company by saying that she had ties to terrorism or whatever i don't know and this is what's her cfo that told me that and so i you know i got caught in this whole thing and so then i i you know to try to get this taken care of i knew that she had to have a bond and she has like a fifty thousand dollar bond that the commission has and i'm like well this will work i'm just going to talk to the commission and they'll take her bond and they'll pay all the fighters out with that bond and so i attended the commission meeting via like zoom it was a video meeting and they wouldn't even let me speak about it like i brought it up and then they said well this is under investigation and i'm like doesn't have to be under investigation all you got to do is take her bond and pay us like that's what it's there for and commission did nothing so to try to get them to force their hand i wrote to the attorney general and the attorney general wrote his office wrote back and told me that they couldn't help me and that i had to go through these all these other bullshit stuff so i'm just getting jerked around uh everywhere um right now and so I don't know. I, I'm guessing what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to take every single person's name that runs or works for the Massachusetts Athletic Commission where the fight was held and the attorney general and all of that and just make a big post or something uh, just talking about how, you know, um, they're not doing their job. So, you know, all this could be over at all they had to do is pull her bond and this is all over. And for whatever reason, they're not doing it. Yeah, man, it sucks. I'm very, very sorry to hear that you got to go through this. Um, yeah. I watched I watched the, the meeting, the public forum meeting, um, yeah. and it, it was very dismissive. It was almost as if someone there, someone was eating a candy bar and you can hear the plastic crackle in the back, the, the host right. meeting. Um, yeah. They were trying to stop people from saying things based on a, a prejudicial, uh, I guess, like ongoing investigation, you know, the nonsense stuff you hear in Congress. And, you know, you, you got to speak and they were just kind of like, all right, and then move on and then move on and then move on. And that sucks yeah. because this is a real issue. You fought as per your contract. You didn't get paid as per your contract. And who do you take it to? You take it to the next form and, what do you got there? You got a few people in suits probably who are getting paid a lot of money and are inconvenienced when now they got to do their job. I don't know if what they're saying is true, but if it's under investigation, they got to keep you posted. They got to keep you in the loop and say, this is where we're at right now and we're getting to the end of it. Yeah, they're not doing anything. So they, okay. they haven't, um, they haven't tried, they haven't reached out. I've had to pull like, I got uh, a friend who was on the commission up where I'm originally from, which is Maine. 
and he helped me by writing to them too. And so I've had people help me out by trying to reach out to them and contact them. And it's, they're not doing anything still. They're just, you know, uh, it's very frustrating. And, um, you know, uh, I don't want to make enemies out of the commission either, but I will, you know, I'm not going to walk away from this. I'm going to keep on it. And, um, you know, and they should, you know, and uh, they should be shamed. Like the commission, the attorney general, that this is what they're there for, right? You, you, they start a commission to make sure nothing happens to the fighters that, you know, they're there to make sure that, you know, the well-being of the fighter is taken care of. Well, none of our well-being was because we all completed our duties that that contract said to do, and we didn't get paid. And they're silencing, trying to silence us when we're, you know, when we want to talk about it by saying it's under investigation. That's not good enough. Like telling me that it's under investigation and now we're going into, you know, uh, and today's the third. So, uh, you know, we, we've got less than about two weeks and we're going to be, you know, 90 days that nothing's happened. So, yeah. um, I'm not, not happy. That absolutely sucks, man. It, it, as a fan, as I sit back and watch it unfold, it sucks, um, to see you in, in such like, not your demeanor. It's just a sad situation to be in. And I think maybe from your perspective, tell me if I'm wrong, but this could happen to some young excited prospect who could get shunted from MMA because he could be in your position and he could be 21 years old and just not yep. business savvy, uh, not doing his due diligence when it comes to the contract. Uh, you know, some people just don't even read the contract. They just sign. And yep. it's just like when you look towards the next level of that form, which is the, the Massachusetts State Athletic Commission, and they just kind of brush it to the side the way they did. And I saw the email that you, you screenshotted and, and sent as well. And it, it was just a case of, well, it's nothing to do with us. You've got a contract with them. You got to hire a lawyer. That's going to cost you money. And that's probably going to yeah. come out of that check that you may or may not even get. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, the only thing I could really do, which wouldn't cost me any money is file a claim with small claims court, which is what I'm going to end up having to do. But that again, it's going to take, you know, it's going to take forever to get that money. So, um, and granted, you know, I don't care how long it takes, I'm still going to get it. Um, but you know, uh, but it's, it, it can be so, it just can be taken care of because they've done it before by just taking the bond. That's all they got to do. That's it. And this whole thing about it's under investigation, who cares? I don't care. Take the bond, pay everybody out and do your investigation because either way she's, it's her bond. It's her money. It's the promoter's money. So that's all they got to do. And I don't know why they're not doing it. So it makes me like second, you know, makes me start to think what's going on with this commission where they, you're right. If, if, uh, if it's that easy, that they can just do that and take care of it and then do their own investigation and look in on her. That's what they should do. And then it, then they don't even have to worry about me and the other fighters. We just will disappear because we've got taken care of and then they, you know, have their, 
way with her, you know, yeah. but again, nothing. I wonder who got paid. I wonder, was it the, the, the little guys, like as in small amounts of money or was yeah, it the I guys so. that are dangerous? No. It, so the guy, uh, the, my opponent, he got paid. And from what I understand, it was only uh, three other people. And then the rest of the fighters that were on that card uh, reached out to me and told me that they didn't get paid so that they had the same issue. So as far as I know, it was only four people got paid and then the rest of the card didn't. God damn it. That's that makes no sense at all. And what what's more frustrating is uh, the fact that she's buried her head in the sand and isn't getting yeah. back to you because if this was a, a case of if it was genuine if it was like okay i'm going through all this stuff now p potential links to terrorism i don't have the money um but i'm going to get you the money i'm going to stay in contact with you we're going to resolve this then you can kind of see all right we we got a problem here but she's buried her head in the sand yeah she's done absolutely nothing all she's done is she has sent me threats uh that She's threatening, like, I'm like, you're going to, she sent me a threat saying that she was going to hire an attorney to come after me. And I'm like, you're going to hire an attorney after you just gave me this speech. Like, she just told me that she's been kicked out of her house, that she's getting divorced from her husband. She's telling me all this shit that's going on with her, just nothing to do with me, has nothing to do with the fight and how bad off she is and, and all this stuff. And then comes, again, comes through and says, and if you talk about it, I'm going to sue you. And like, I don't know. These, yeah. I tell you, the promoters are the, the biggest scumbags. And, you know, and so like I said, I, you know, I was like, you know, I'll come out and I'll do these two or three fights that I was going to do. And, and now obviously uh, I won't fight again. I, I just, I just want to get my uh, pay from her um, or from the commission and just disappear again because I have no interest in, in dealing this, this sport is just such, uh, you know, just attracts the worst people, unfortunately, you know, that's why I left boxing. I left boxing and I went to MMA because I felt like MMA was so new that all those scumbags wouldn't be deep into it at that time. And, you know, and then it became really popular and then they'd come crawling out of their holes and, and, you know, and that's what happens. Um, and that's what, you know, and, and, and I'm telling you, man, like I have so many screenshots, like it took this woman six years to, to get me to come out of retirement and, and, and fight for her a, a card. And then uh, all the crap that I went through trying to, you know, communicating with her on the way through this. And she pulled a try to pull a couple of fast ones with my contracts and, you know, I don't know, like you said, a lot of guys don't read them. And I immediately went back to her and I said, listen, this contract's not right. You, you don't even have my the correct opponent's name on it. And then she sent me a contract right after that, that she lowered my purse by $3,000. So I contacted her again and I said, listen, this is bullshit. I don't know what you're trying to pull, but you just sent me this and it's three grand less than what we agreed upon. So you know, if you're going to keep fucking with me with this, we, we don't even have to do this fight. She was like, oh, sorry. I didn't even realize that, which is all horseshit. And uh, so then by the time we finally got all that through and I got the contract signed and got, you know, everything okay, uh, you know, all they kept doing was, 
you know, telling me how great it was to have me back and how great, you know, everything was and all that stuff. And then, uh, you know, ever since then, uh, all they've done is obviously avoid any contact with me. And, um, you know, although I have reached out to them, I think one time uh, since December and, you know, and that was the time where uh, she then sent me a text saying that if I keep talking about this, that she's going to, you know, she's going to file a lawsuit on me or whatever. Right. If I oh, keep man. telling the truth. So and I don't care. She can try to do whatever she ain't going to win. She, it's nothing's going to happen. So, uh, but uh, all I care about uh, at this point is that she isn't able to uh, promote or do any fights again until this is taken care of. So we'll see. Yeah, man. It's like I, when I was growing up, I used to watch a lot of Judge Judy and there's like people who owe people money and the person who owes the money would counter sue for harassment. And right. you're, you're only being harassed because you owe the fucking money. Right. I, I wouldn't need to keep contacting you if you didn't just pay me the money that you owe me in the first place. So that right. all kind of still resonates, which sucks. And I, I've had people owe me money and I've had business advice where they say the rule of business, never owe anybody money. Um, right. In circumstances like this, I wish and I, I hope to believe that it, it, it is genuine that the links to terrorism is the holdup and it's more of a uh, didn't react the way I should have instead of like addressing it. She buried her head in the sand. Um, I'm still hoping that that's the case and that everybody just does get what they're due. Um, but maybe, maybe this is a prejudicial question and don't answer if you don't want, but will, will you get a lawyer now? What's the next step for you? Yeah. Well, so right now, um, I'm going to keep putting the pressure on the commission and hoping something comes out of that. Um, I am going to file a small claims court, uh, a, you know, a case against her and small claims, um, and see if, I can get anywhere with that at least. Um, and then if I have to, I will talk to these, the rest of these fighters and we'll have to hire an attorney all together and have them represent all of us. And then uh, sue her also for those attorney fees. So, you know, sue her, uh, you know, we'd have to put the money up, I'm sure uh, up front as a, as a group and then also sue her for whatever fees we occur because of it. So, yeah, it's the only thing I can think of right now. Um, and I do have, like I said, a couple of people that are trying to help me out. Um, but, you know, nothing really, nothing substantial has happened yet. So, okay. Right. Well, you know, I, I do hope that you make enough noise where they just try and make you go away and just give you what you're due. Um, I don't know if you, if you know the, uh, the Bass Rutan story with, uh, I think it's World Bare Knuckle Boxing Federation or World Bare Knuckle Fighting Federation. Yeah. Not the, the bare knuckle boxing guys, but right. you know that story? Yeah, I heard a little bit about it. Like he got involved with them and, and had like all this stuff kind of going on and then they kind of like, 
screwed like everybody over. Like there was a bunch of financial issues. I can't remember exactly everything, but I did hear yeah. about it. Yeah, that's that's where I I thought this is a common tale now in MMA, but this investor was linked to terrorism the assets and bank accounts were frozen and boss was dealing with the whole issue while that guy was in jail so boss was like i've seen the finances i know that this is all available we're waiting for him to get out of jail which is in like six months but everyone will be taken care of and according to reports everyone was taken care of i think they got I think they filed for bankruptcy, but the guy that Boss was doing uh, dealing with said that it's not fair that we file for bankruptcy and these guys don't get paid. We're going to file right. for bankruptcy and I'm going to pay them out of my own pocket, which was good. Okay. Well, that's great. I don't think, uh, you know, I, I don't see that happening uh, with this woman. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I think she's going to try whatever she can do to not have to be responsible for anything. That's yeah. what I think because of the way she talks to me and the way that she, you know, is just trying to not like just disappear. Right. Like there's, she's not saying anything. She's not doing anything. Um, so, and uh, this guy who's the CFO that works with him, uh, works with her. Uh, yeah. He ain't, he's not doing anything either. So, you know, when the last time I talked to him, I gave him shit because I'm like, you haven't reached out to me, you know, for over a month. I haven't heard anything from you. So, you know, you ghosted me. And then he was like, well, you know, it's no reason for me to reach out to you if I have no new news. Right. You know, and I'm like, yeah, but, uh, you know, if you, you know, reach out to me and give me updates like, hey, this is where we're at and this is what's going on. And potentially this is where I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to do. And, you know, nothing. So. God, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that does suck. Well, you got to keep me posted. I'll, I'll keep my ear to the ground as to what okay. is happening with that. But uh, let's um, let, let's end this one on a positive note, because I know that you're really down about it, but you seem to be uh, willing to take it to the next step and not just throw your hands up. Marcus, you fought the fight, though, and you fucking did everything in your power to just i mean it was essentially the perfect fight how were you feeling in the locker room before it oh i was fine yeah i really had no uh um i didn't have any of their pre-fight jitters or i didn't have anything like that i was in the back room and i just felt really confident um and knew uh because i had been you know, I haven't fought right for like seven years and uh, I spent this last seven years, you know, training a lot of other fighters and stuff, but spent a lot of that time for, you know, with me uh, doing lots of like grappling. So uh, I knew that if we stood up, um, I would end up knocking him out, but I think it would have taken me a little bit more time because he was tall and if he decided to kind of run away from me, I would have been chasing him down and trying to catch him with some big shot to finish him. So it might've lasted a little longer, but I was telling everybody that, you know, in my camp and everybody here um, that what I thought was going to happen because I watched all of his fights that I could find was that he was going to try to take me down right off the bat. And I was like, if we hit the ground, I'll submit him really fast because I'm just like, so much like it's 
light years ahead of him in in grappling. Like, you know, he's probably, you know, like a basic blue belt level guy. And, you know, and I've actually competed and recently, you know, beaten world champions and jujitsu, you know, jujitsu world champions. So, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, then the last time I did, it was a much bigger, stronger guy than me too. And, and I still won. So mm-hmm. I just felt had a lot of confidence that if it hit the ground, I was going to finish him really quick. And so as soon as it did, I just, you know, started setting up my attacks and stuff like that. And then he ended up putting himself right into the choke. So yeah, I, I don't understand. What, like, I think you, you talked about this the last time you were on here. Like you're known like Irish hand grenade. You're known for your hands. You're, you're known as yeah. a former boxer. Yep. Maybe he just didn't do his due diligence. He initiated the takedown. He caught you with a good teep at the start. But, yeah. you that know, was that was funny. Yeah. Right to the gut. I'm like, all right, that, uh, I'm awake when, when you feel things like that. But he initiated the takedown. You got like straight into double underhooks with butterfly guard, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And then you just started like you got your full guard and started attacking. You got the arm bar. He slams you out of that. Um, and then you, you know, just wrapped the leg out of it. He pulled his arm out, but it put him right in the choke. So, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and, you know, I felt his, uh, his arm popped a little bit too. Uh, so, you know, he had that going on too, but, um, yeah, I, I just, like, like I said, like I've seen him, um, like every fight that I've watched him, he, t- t- he typically, throws like a haymaker, then shoots in for a takedown. And if he gets the people down, he gets pretty wild with his punches and his strikes. And uh, he doesn't really uh, do a whole lot of like uh, technical like work, like technical grappling work. He doesn't, doesn't look like he's trying to pass anybody's guard. It looks like he just will sit in a guard and just throw a lot of bombs. And so, you know, after watching that and I could see, opportunity where uh i would be able to get those underhooks and overhooks and stuff like that and then um you know when we hit the ground and i uh ended up going from from uh, butterfly guard to uh, close guard and then i used my feet on the cage to walk around and get my leg over his head um so uh and uh you know, set him up for the arm bar. Um, and then, you know, he, as soon as I locked it out and straightened it out, you know, he kept, you know, stood up and tried to shake it out and that didn't work. So he decided to slam me. And as he did, you know, he slammed me on the ground and he pulled out his arm and just immediately went right into the, into the choke. And, uh, I had it really tight. Um, and I could hear him making a bunch of noises and stuff like that. And then, when he tried to like pick me up and he couldn't, he fell over to the side. He fell on yeah. his side and he was just tapping and that was it. It's all it took. There you go, man. It was beautiful to watch. I didn't, I sent Premier an email because um, I, I was busy the next day and I didn't have like any option to, to get up and watch it because over here in Switzerland, we got like six hours on you guys. Um, so I said, if I buy it, can I like stream it like the next day? And they never, they never got back to me. So I sent your boy, uh, is it Adley Edwards? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you you yeah. mentioned him on the last podcast. And I, I, 
I sent him a message and I'm like, hey, bro, give me some updates on Marcus. And he told me and like a couple of days later, it was on YouTube. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Adley actually just uh, he literally just texted me uh, maybe a minute before you and I got on here and said that he was going to uh, come in tonight. He just got over COVID. So oh, wow. uh, he's, yeah, he's been out for for about 10 days. So. Uh, he's going to be in tonight. Yeah, you said to keep an eye out on that guy, and I checked out his social media. I'm like, this guy can fight. Yeah, he's yeah he's super talented, and he's, like, one of the nicest people you can ever meet. Like, you never think he's a fighter. He's very, you know, he's an intellectual. He's a college-educated guy. He's, you know, and he just he's just such a good guy. He just, you know... You know, you meet guys like that once in a while in, in the fight game that are, you know, you just can't imagine them being like, how does this even fit them being a fighter? He's kind of one of those guys. And, uh, and he, but he's, you know, super talented. And, um, and I think he's going to go really far uh, in the UFC if they, you know, can get off their ass and, and get him in there because they've offered him uh, a couple of opportunities and then, things kind of went bad because he ended up blowing a shoulder out. So they had to cancel the fight that he was going to have because he was going to fight on the contender series and they ended up having to cancel it. And after that healed, they wanted him back again. And they said, well, you haven't fought for a while. So we need you to take a fight. He took a fight with a guy that just came out of the contender series and did your guy did really well. And Adley basically smashed him and took his belt. Cause we went to his, He's from Kentucky, and he was the champion of that organization out there. So Adley went out there, took his belt, and just tooled the guy up, um, but broke his hand in the fight. So then you know, the UFC said, hey, that's great. You did it. Uh, okay, we'll go look for an opponent. And he's like, well, I broke my hand. So then we had to wait eight months for that to heal. And then, you know, it came back again. Then we're talking to him again. They're like, hey, yeah, it's now you've been inactive for, you know, this time. We need you to take another fight. So anyways, it's kind of, you know, a lot of bullshit. So hopefully, hopefully, and, and, uh, and, and this is me shooting low, but in the last two months, I know of eight fights that he's had set up that have, that have fallen out. So he's keep, he's had eight fights in the last two months that people have pulled out and they've, they've been, and these people that he's trying to fight are not, you know, uh, like journeymen or bums or anything like that like he's called out and tried to fight guys that have fought in the ufc um and you know legitimate tough guys and they all will agree at the at the at the at the moment comes time when the contract's getting signed the promoters reach back out to him and say hey listen the guy just said no he just pulled out he said he's found a better fighter or whatever so you know hard to you know, hard to, for the poor guy to, you know, to get into the big show if he can't even get somebody to, you know, to showcase his talents against right now. So, yeah, well, I hear you. I hope he gets in, though, man. I, I've been following him for quite a while. His posts are pretty cool. He's charismatic and funny, and I guess he's learning all the fight skills from you. So he can't be doing that bad. Yeah, man, he's he's really good. He's sharp. I love it. Uh, that's good for me today, man. Have you got anything else that you want to get off your chest? 
No, no, I ain't got nothing, man. I'm just, you know, hoping that this all works itself out and, uh, you know, I can just go back to doing what I'm doing, you know, just training and uh, people and, and, you know, and working, um, you know, so, uh, but we'll have to see you. what happens. And and I'll keep everything up to date and and appreciate everybody who does follow me on social media and has been sharing the posts that I do about these this whole debacle. So um, I'll uh, I'm going to this weekend make a larger post uh, and put some names on there of these commission people that are not doing their job and see if uh, I can get people to help me out by trying to push and force their hand to do something. So and go from there. Absolutely, man. You just got to keep making noise until they want you to stop and go away, you know? And uh, if you ever need a platform, I'm, I'm growing, I'm getting bigger. I'm not where I want to be just yet. I'm getting there, but you're always welcome back on here, man. Uh, I love talking with you. Uh, as I said to all my guys who I have in the gym, I'm just like, UFC 93 is where it started for me. I bought tickets to see you fight Chris Lytle. And, uh, and fuck it, look, look at me li living in Switzerland, talking to you on Zoom. I'm like, this is pretty goddamn sweet. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. It means a lot to me. Um, and I hope this podcast and everything for you just takes off, man. And, you know, you, you know, have a great life and whatever it is, all your wants and needs are met. And, you know, you, you pass on a happy man. <laughs> there you go, man. Embrace the grind. That's all we can ask for, you know? So Damn straight. Yeah. I love it, man. Guys, if you like what you hear and see, please do me a favor. Like the video, share the video, and hit the subscribe button. That's all I ask. I do not want, to, I do not want you to put your hands in your pocket for me. Um, Marcus, you're, you're also welcome over here to do a seminar anytime you want. Okay. And I have, I, I give you my word, you'll be paid before you get on the flight. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it, man. Maybe awesome. when all these lockdowns and this COVID shit goes away, I'll come back over. I've been over there before, so um, actually fought over there uh, in Switzerland. Yeah, I fought, or, uh, fought in Sweden. I fought... Um, Same place. David Belcaden. Yeah. <laughs> Not too <laughs> All right, my Bye. man, you look after right, yourself. Man. Yeah, thank you for the time. My pleasure, man. Have a good one. You too, buddy. Rockin'.